Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. This week on the show, Coach Evan and I overcame a major hurdle recording this episode. <laughs> For some reason, there is just like a mental block there or something, and the first one or two times we tried to do it, it just didn't come out right. And it's not one of those ones that you can really structure into an ABC format, um, but I'm pleased to say we finally done it. Here we go. The worst condition in surfing. All right, here's our big, <laughs> our big uh, mountain to climb. For some reason, this has been a tough episode. <laughs> Take yeah. two. Yeah, it's pretty rare that we have anything that's kind of sticky and we had a hard time kind of nailing it, but. It's true, it, we don't really have an issue with it, but this one, what really helped me make this one digestible for me is, is that it's not a new topic, it's not a new, thing it's something we always talk about and we're just going to repackage it for you in a new perception a new way of looking at it and and realize once again what we're saying is really valid and has a lot of um, value to offer you and that is the topic of the worst condition in surfing right we we always talk we always talk about like that's something that we we don't like about a lot of our clients who are hyper focused on all the of all the other conditions right all the other conditions the wind and the tide and the swell and and where we're surfing but really the what makes the a definitive decision is when you pull up to the lot and there's hardly anybody in the lot and then you pull you walk out there and there's hardly anybody in the lineup that's your cue. You should be rejoicing at yeah. that point. Conditions are epic. No one's out. And that's how I've been trying to like motivate. And you know what's beautiful though is that people really are catching on to that. And I love it because it really is how we got good at surfing. Right. And we had the fortune of being children when we were learning to surf. So it's easy to jump out in the ocean in any condition and not care, not even think about it. You don't really give it a thought when you're a kid. Right. But that's why we always say, aspire to have the Grom mentality. That like, you see whitewater, you're excited. That's all you need is just a little energy that's enough to pitch over and break. I can ride that. I can play in that. Yeah, you got your you got your swim fins, you got your boogie, you got your surfboard, you know, any of those things you can go out there and have a blast and in the process just get much better at at what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And and again, that we're always talking about make space, make space, you know, don't don't go and follow the crowd. Get get out over there even if the waves are a little shittier down the beach you're so much better off you know your mentality you know the level of d 
decreased anxiety of, am I doing it right? Am I looking cool? All of that really does go out the window when there's nobody on the beach and there's nobody in the lineup. Mm -hmm. You really get to say, all right, today I'm just working on my paddling. I don't care if I if I get rolled by all the sets, you know, and I can't hold on to my board or whatever. It's all about paddling today. You go out there, you stick with the program, and you you come away with this, you know, empowered. Mm -hmm. But you can't really you can't really do it when there's when you're dodging people, you know, and you're so focused on what everybody else is doing. Um, we're we're constantly preaching make space, make space, make space, and this is a great way to do it. This is it. Go, you know. I like you, you hit the point. Like, it was one of my first points on the list of like just things to address here, and that's mentality. The number one thing you got to do is shift your mentality from the way most surfers think about surfing. Good conditions are a good little swell and paired with offshore winds and the right tide for your particular break and all those things that other surfers are talking about basically do the opposite you right, know right waves are too small tides wrong and winds on shore best conditions for you ever it, like that's how the mentality needs to be when the crowds on it, it like and 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 so conversely when it's great conditions, you know, beautiful little waves, offshore wind, and everyone's out there, maybe it's not the day for you. Conditions are pretty bad. Right, You know, right, right. Conditions are rough, like look at that. There's like 100 people sitting on that one single wave that comes through every five minutes. It's not a great day to go out there and put in the time and, and get your reps in, you know. If you're just sitting there pulling back, pulling back, pulling back on waves, and, and you don't really have the confidence or the skills to go in there and mix it up, then again, you, you might have been better off, um, I don't know, going for a swim or doing some, you know, getting some exercise <laughs> but some it's other true. way. It's true, it's true. And you have to, part of this mindset mentality shift needs to be a shift away from the reward mindset, a shift away from this like, what do I get when I do it right out there, you know? Because on those, on those days that are tough and the crowd doesn't want to surf, it's for a reason, because there's low reward out there. Right. There isn't a great wave, there isn't a long ride, but if you're at the level where you're working on your paddling technique, let the reward be the reps you're getting without the crowd surrounding you. Right. You let know. the reward, reward be the time, the water time, because man, I mean, that whole 10,000 hour rule, you know, that's a lot of hours, you know, and I, and I, it doesn't, in surfing, you don't get an hour if you just sit in the ocean for an hour. Right. You get an hour if you're moving and shaking and spinning for waves, even if you're not catching them. <clears throat> just working on that setup of spinning your board around and coming to perfect paddling position. If that's all you do a hundred times out there, that is so valuable because that's literally what we're doing with some of our people when the conditions are great, like the actual wind wave conditions are great, we're right. still just working on the stuff we would have worked on if the waves were bad and the conditions were bad. And, and we always say this too, is like if, if you don't put in the time on those shitty days when it finally does get good, it's, it's, it's useless to you. Again. Right. Like you just, you're not in, you're not in shape, you're not confident, you, you know, you're not dialed in with your equipment, all those little things that you, you go through your trial and error on the, on the shitty days, you know, and you, and you, you know, you prove to mother ocean that you're a committed surfer on those shitty days, mm -hmm. you know? And then it just makes, if you do find a place to surf on a good condition day, and now I'm using the quotes for good conditions, you know, like when it's offshore and this and that, and everything looks just right and not a drop of water out of place, it makes like, you know, and if you find a little spot for yourself, it makes those days so much more pleasant. 
you know it's like it's like the sun after the rain or summer after winter it's like so nice to come out of the struggle and hardships especially with a little practice under your belt you know a little training and and to feel a little bit more reward of like oh my paddling technique did get better once i see myself in cleaner water you know but just like put it like the baseball players put the weight on their bat when they're swinging and getting before they get up to the plate add a little struggle add a little friction add that and the the ocean does that for you when the conditions are bad and and perfectly the crowd doesn't want to surf it too so you get that training day without the crowd out there and man you just got to have no ego remember when we were in puerto rico and we met that dude that was just like no ego no ego and i love that i still use that to like remind our surfers no ego that hinders your progress it holds you back don't be self-conscious about suiting up when all the other surfers are checking it and turning back and going home. You should feel proud. You should then, feel proud. Yeah, you're 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 the one who's like rain or shine, I'm going to get in the ocean. I know what's best for me. I know what's best for my surfing is putting time in, yeah. putting time in consistently. You know, it when when you get used to looking at a, at an ocean that everybody's turning away and go, going away, you you learn those intricacies those intricacies of finding that little zone mm. where you can go out there and and have fun and practice what you're and and you get this new knowledge of the ocean you know like you you learn how to surf those side shore days where everybody's like oh it, it looks like shit out there yeah. you know that's such a great point i'm glad you're bringing that up because well two things are coming to mind first of all when you just paddle out when it looks like shit, you find out that actually there's a lot of fun waves out there. Right, right. There's a lot of little secret corners that you just your eyes don't see from the beach because you're taking in the big picture. But when you're surfing, you're only surfing one little spot. You're only surfing in the pocket of one wave. And that can be clean and glassy, right. that little section of the wave. You don't surf the whole ocean that's all choppy and turbulent and messy, you know? And so that there's a really good revelation just in that that there's actually good waves out there when it looks bad right and that's a really special mindset to achieve and to earn by forcing yourself to go out when you don't feel like it doesn't look good right like think about tom he's one of the he's one of the best surfers by far in the group and he's the one who's always like we're looking at it, we're like, oh, let's go, let's go freaking grab a slice of pizza. And he's like, oh, he's losing it. Look yep. at that little wave. Totally. Look at that little wave. Ah. And I, I know I've, I've seen, you know, all these little edits and stuff of, of surf, you know, young pros. A lot of them are like that too. Mm. You know, John, John, they're like, everyone's like, no, today's not the day. And they're suiting up, they're going out and they're blowing people's minds. In and shitty, they're blowing people's minds. Shitty conditions, you know, and they're getting the clips and they're, you know, they're putting in the time. That's what it's going to take. Yep. Last of all, I wanted to say how, you know, did it ever occur to you that you can be a surfer that can ride any wave in any condition in any, you know, side shore, honking on shore winds, dredging up on the sandbar, mushy and soft. Did it ever occur to you that you can surf all of those waves and get a good ride at that and get a decent, at least for relative to what the day has to offer? Yeah. That's something to be proud of. Yeah. That's something I'm definitely proud of, like being able to get out there when it looks terrible and have fun and ride waves. Like, I love that, especially when you come in, you're the only one out there on a summer day when it'd otherwise be packed if it was good good <laughs> and and have the guys on the bench be like oh that floater oh that cutback oh like right. and they were sitting there passing it up because they thought it was terrible 
It's a, it's a really and, great And feeling. they're still passing it up because they haven't put in the time. Right, because they know. They can't do they it. They can't just go out there and do it then and there. They didn't put in the years of time, you know? Really, it's, it's, a, it's a really admirable kind of a surfer to be. And there's always one or two of them in the group. So if you have that in your group, find that person and be their best friend because they're gonna get you surfing and better much faster than you will on your own looking for offshore days. <laughs> right on, coach. That was a fun one. I'm glad we, we doubled back on that one. Yep. This one feels way better than Hell the last yeah. one. Hell yeah, we should still release the other one to like the members <laughs> on the member site and show them how we fumbled. <laughs> ah, right on, peeps. Thanks for tuning in always, and we'll catch you soon. Get out there in those epic empty waves. <laughs> yeah.